Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Talk of the Culture. Um, it's been a minute. Well, not really a minute. It's been like a week, maybe a week and week or two. Um, but it's gonna be a catch-all episode this week. I have a lot to talk about because here we are still in the midst of shit. So let's hop into the show. So here we are yet again, another week in this hellhole of a year. Um, it hasn't, I, okay, let me stop saying that because it hasn't been all that bad. I mean, in terms of like what's going on in the world, it is bad. But I mean, for me personally, it has been meh. It hasn't been the greatest year of my life by a long shot. Um, and I don't know that I would call this the worst year of my life either, but it, it's, it's a, it's a close, it's definitely top three, um, in my 30 years of living. So, I mean, cause it definitely has had the, um, it has had substantial time in terms of being in a very like, what if space of like, what is going to happen? not just in my own life, but what's going to happen in the world. So it's, it's a lot to kind of grapple with and deal with. And yet, and still, here I am, still doing what I need to do, and still trying to push forward, right? So this is a catch-all episode, which means you know we're going to talk about anything and everything. There's no segments this episode, um, and we're just going to chat. So we're going to talk about things from 45 and all his shenanigans per usual, and then we're going to talk about all the things that are going out in the world, good, bad, entertainment, or otherwise. So I think I want to start in the entertainment realm, right? We all know, we have all heard that um, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion have released a song called WAP. WAP stands for Wet Ass Pussy. And I'm just going to say that I stand. Okay, first of all, when the graphics dropped, I think they dropped like a week before it came out. I lost it. I was like, you are kidding. You are lying to me. I know I'm not seeing this on my timeline right now. And then it just kept popping up everywhere. And I was like, sign me up. My inner ratchet was ready to go. And that Friday when the song was released, my inner ratchet was 100% activated. I'm ready. I'm out here. I know the words. I'm out here. I'm ready for it all. So WAP is my song. I like the song. I like the video. Mine is Kylie Jenner. I don't know why she was needed. Cardi B has said that she chose her because she wanted to show that women of all races and ages have WAP. Whatever. I prefer not to see her. I'm all set. Um, But like the video, y'all know I love Meg Thee Stallion. Love Cardi B. Love Cardi B since she was on Love and Hip Hop New York um, back in the day. My Spotify actually just notified me that I'm a Meg Thee Stallion day one fan. They have this like new thing that tells you like who you've been listening to since they've hit Spotify. And I'm a Meg Thee Stallion day one fan club. Um, so, you know, it's real. Um, but I stand. Like, 
I am all for women being able to do what they want to do with their bodies that the Lord gave them. Um, I'm all for them expressing how they, how we want to express ourselves, whether that be politically, um, sexually, like emotionally, like whatever, however we want to, you know, express ourselves, we should be able to do that without people breathing down our necks about how we are doing that. Right. So this song has brought up a lot of conversation and a lot of different like, like sectors. Right. So I think about, I mean, I know I'm a big Twitter head. So I was on Twitter when a song dropped and you have conservatives who are like, this is the worst song ever. This is basically soft porn. I can't believe YouTube let them show this, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then there are some men out there, men of all races, including black men, who are like, this is ridiculous. Women should not be doing this. This is why black women have issues keeping a man and la, 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 la. And I just say, fuck all you. How about that? Like, why are you so upset? So the one argument that people are like, you know, this is not suitable for children. Okay, if it's not suitable for your child, then don't have your child watch it. I mean, it's that simple, to be quite honest. It's really that simple. You don't want your child listening to the song. You don't want your child watching a video. Don't have them watching a video and don't have them listening to the song. It's real simple, right? I mean, when I was growing up and my mom did not want me and my brother watching certain shit, we couldn't watch it, period. And now, granted, we grew up in the age of dial-up, so much different time. And I realized that kids have much more access to the internet and much more ways to go around their parents' back. I realized that. But it's also, you, your, your kids don't, they, they don't need a smartphone. You can hit them with a good flip phone, right? Like, they don't need to have a computer in their room. These are all, like, you don't have to, there's ways to safeguard your children. And on top of that, Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B are not responsible for your children. They're not responsible for raising your children. Meg Thee Stallion has zero kids. Cardi B has one child, Culture, and she's raising her daughter. It's really that simple. So I need you all to leave people alone and, you know, give them the right and give them the space to, or respect their right and give them the space to express themselves how they feel that they need to feel they need to express themselves and want to express themselves and if you're really that mad I say mm, go seek therapy to be honest because I don't know I don't know why you're that upset about it um and you're probably upset about it because you can't get nobody's pussy wet so mm. and on that note I'm gonna actually no I was gonna move on and then okay so I was also again Twitter um a super well-known, like, bottom-of-the-barrel type of conservative. Um, I think his name is Charlie Kirk, maybe? And he has a show or whatever, and there was clips floating around about how, you know, he was talking to his wife's doctor about wet vaginas, and the doctor, his wife's doctor, said, well, if a woman's vagina is wet... Um, it's a sign of some sort of disease or infection. And I said, what? It, okay, first of all, which kind of doctor did you see? Was it a gynecologist, OB? Because, like, I'm just trying to figure it out, number one. Number two, if your doctor is telling you that this is a sign of an infection or, 
something like that, then he probably needs to go get his credentials rechecked. That's number one. Number, well, that's number three. Number four, sir, all you were, from that clip, all I got from it was that you have never experienced that. Never experienced a wet ass pussy. And you have no clue what to do with it. So that also then tells me that your wife is not turned on by you in the least bit. And y'all are sitting there having some dry ass, desert ass sex. And that is so, so, so unfortunate for you, sir. Um, I, I can't relate. But you probably should seek like sex counseling because that's not okay. Mm. I mean, God bless. So I'm just going to say that I stand for Cardi B. I stand for Meg Thee Stallion. I like the song WAP. I like the video. Um, and that's just what it is. So, you know, that's where I stand on on that. And I, you know, Cardi B has had four number one hits at this point. This is this is her fourth one um, on the Billboard Top 100. And then this is Meg Thee Stallion's um, second uh, top hit or number one hit. So they're doing just fine for themselves. And all of you who are upset about it, y'all are just giving them more traction to the song. They're number one in like, like 20, 25 countries or some shit like that. Like y'all are just talking about it and making people want to listen to it more or at least hear what y'all are talking about. So you are only putting more money in their pockets. Like y'all don't, y'all are giving them all of the traction that they need. The same thing that you were saying that you don't want them to have. But I mean, God bless you and your family. Um, so there's that. Moving on. The Democratic um, Convention is, this week, as is the Republican convention, um, this is when the presumptive um, candidate for the Democratic um, ticket, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, will accept the nomination for the Democratic Party. And I guess 45 and, you know, the demon spawn and um, his his partner in crime, quite literally, um, will accept their presumptive nomination for the Republican Party. Um, Kamala Harris is the first Black woman to make it to a major party vice president pick. I want to say that is accurate information. Um, she's African American. Well, she's Black and she is Indian. Um, like from India, because you know sometimes we'd be like, "Oh, I'm Indian," maybe like, like Native American, and not the same thing. Um, but her dad is Jamaican, her mom is Indian, um, and she was born here in America. So let's just get those facts straight. But you know, Joe Biden chose Kamala Harris to be his running mate, and honestly, it I am okay with it. As, as a Black woman, to see that representation, Kamala Harris also is a sorority sister of mine. I don't know her personally, for those of you who think that we know each other. There's over 300,000 of us in our organization, but yes. 
Um, but to see the representation is nice. And I think, yes, she is has what some would say a problematic background or a problematic history, um, as does Joe Biden. I do think that we are here now. And I think for the collective good, me personally, I think we need to go ahead and do what needs to be done. Um, In the three and a half years that 45 has been president, um, our quote unquote status in, in the global eye has significantly gone down. Um, we are in the middle of a pandemic crisis. Um, we are in the middle of racial uprisings. We are in the middle of police being um, incapable of holding themselves or each other or anybody being able to hold them accountable for the bullshit that they put black and brown bodies through. Um, we are the beginning stages of this administration attempting to suppress the vote of um, the nation, really, by eliminating um, the United States Postal Service. So we have a lot riding on this particular um, election. And I have always said that you need to be registered to vote and on top of being registered to vote, you need to be able, you need to call your either your state or whoever handles your your um voter registration poll or you know your voter registration database and make sure that you are registered in the proper city and not registered other places, right? So if you've moved recently or whatever, whatever. Um, making sure that you are actually registered in the place that you currently live and not also registered in the place that you formerly lived, right? So just making sure you're only registered in one place and that way there's no issue for you moving forward. Um, But definitely registering to vote if you haven't or if you are not. Um, Making sure that you do your census, um, collection of census stops, uh, September 30th, I want to say. And I I think it's very important to... It's not... I don't think... I know it's very important to do the census because that is how we get representation for our communities. That is how we get resources um, so, supposedly pumped into our communities based on the census, right? And they're stopping the collection of census early. Um because of COVID-19, allegedly. So, you know, we have a lot riding on this election, and I don't know about y'all, but I also don't know that we will survive another four years under this administration. Like, we see the rollbacks of a lot of things. And if you are not wanting to vote for Biden and Biden and Harris, that's completely fine. Um, if you want to vote for 45, I mean, literally, God bless your soul. Um, but if you don't want to vote for 
Biden-Harris as people. I think you need to reframe your thought process and I'm voting for a Supreme Court justice, right? I'm voting for health care. I'm voting for women's rights. I'm voting for hopefully police accountability. I am voting for issues and not the people that are supposed to uphold these issues, right? I think Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be a lot more receptive to the people versus 45. 45 is incapable of listening to people, clearly. Um, He does not like to operate in facts, apparently. Um, And his ego is so, 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 so big. And it's kind of scary. Um, that one's ego could be that big and you really don't know anything. So, you know, there's that. So I say all that to say, number one, vote. Number two, Kamala Harris being VP um, pick is great in terms of where we're trying to head as a country. Um, I will say that when she was announced, when I saw it pop up on my timeline, I got um, like butterflies in my stomach and like a little wash of anxiety came over me because I was like, wow, the things that this woman is going to have to go through to potentially get to that, 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 um, that spot in that election is going to be just horrible. And it has already started, right? Like they started the birth of things that they did with um, 40, uh, 44 or Barack Obama. You know, they're calling her a hoe. Somebody called her a hoe and a mattress this past weekend. And I'm just like, what, like, why? Like, why do we have to go, one, so low as is in lying, but just that low in terms of, like, and I know why, right? Like, they're afraid they're going to lose. And <clears throat> they can probably sense that. So they're trying anything and everything to ensure that they don't lose. Um, Pence was talking about, like, Kamala wants to take away meat from the United States. And I said, what are y'all talking about? Like, I am, like, actually confused as to where, one, he got this information. Two, why he decided to regurgitate it. Three, there was, like, three people in the whole room, and they were, like, lit. Um, And then he was, like, I have some red meat for her. Like, what is that insinuation? And then, like, ew, gross. Um, But I, I know that I would hope and pray that she is strong and just as a black woman trying to go, as a woman of color trying to go through this process, because it's not easy. I can't imagine that it's easy. And I can't imagine it's going to get easier. It's probably going to get a lot worse for her before it gets easier. Um, but I know who I will be voting for come November. Um, and I don't know that I will be able to watch election coverage each year. I have not been able to watch election coverage because I get a lot of anxiety about it. Even when Barack Obama won the first time I was in college, I went to sleep because I couldn't, I couldn't 
sit and watch him potentially lose. Like, I don't know what that would have felt like. So I'm always like, I'm just going to go to sleep. I pray before I go to sleep and I'll wake up and I'm just like, all right, it's time to check the news. And I just hope for the best. The first time Barack Obama got elected in 2008, my friends, again, I was in college. My friends came knocking on the door like, oh my God, he won. Like, let's get up. We're all running outside. Like, we're going to march. Like, that's what we did. Um, the second time I was um, in my room, I was back home with my parents um, in 2012, and my stepfather clapping up a storm, so I knew he had one because he woke me up with the clapping. Um, in 2016, I went to sleep right after 45-1 California. Uh, or Texas. I don't, I don't remember which one it was. I don't even know if he won California, but I know, um, yeah, right after he won, like, one of those big states, I was like, I, I'm going to sleep, because I don't know, and there were maybe, like, a lot, of, like, there may be, like, four or five swing states that were left, um, so I was like, I just, my, my heart couldn't take it, my emotions couldn't take it, my anxiety couldn't take it, and I just fell asleep, and then I woke up and I saw the news and I bawled. I cried and I cried and I cried. I cried in the shower. I cried in the car on the way to work. I cried at work. I was so upset because um, I knew it was going to be a shit show. And here we are three and a half years later in a the purest form of a shit show. Um, so I, I'm going to implore you to vote and get your friends registered to vote, your family registered to vote. You all have absentee ballots and whatever that looks like in your state. Be sure to know what those rules are and how to, you know, um, request one of those and fill those out and do it as early as possible. Um, If you feel comfortable going to vote in person, do that. I voted in person for the primary that just passed in my state not too long ago. Um, That's because there was literally nobody there. Um, And I kind of figured that would be the case. So. I just went, it was, it took me all of five minutes. Um, but yeah, whatever you feel comfortable in, I just hope that you just use your voice and use your vote because it is important and that it, and it, it does count as much as we feel like it doesn't count. It does. And also remind you, you know, to remind you to do your census, whether you live with somebody else and they got the census, or if you live on your own and you got the census, do it. I think it's also illegal for you not to do it. So just make sure you do it. Um, but yeah, we're going to see a a lot as the summer is coming to a close, which is also kind of wild to me. Um, but yeah, as we wrap up the summer in the next couple weeks and we're going into the fall, it's going to get, it's going to get kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, also speaking of the fall, I was, I was looking at something on my timeline and somebody had tweeted, you know, 2021 is four months away, four and a half months away, and I was just floored. You hear me? Floored. I could not believe that we are four and a half months out from a whole new year. I feel like I'm still at the beginning of this year. I My mind can't wrap around, around that. Like, I know we've been through a lot and I, I honestly probably should meet, I probably should start writing about the experiences of, of 2020 at some point. Now that I think about it, I don't love journaling. It's not my favorite thing to do. I don't like to free write, none of that. But I probably should detail my life in 2020 at some point because 
as I get older and try to look back at where I've been and how to continue or try to grow and continue to grow, I think it's important to have that kind of stuff. I'm just not really good at keeping up with it. So I think I'm going to challenge myself to at least once a month, right down, moving forward. Now I have to like backtrack a couple months. Um, but moving forward, at least write what this month has been like and where, where I am in a mental space and emotional space. Um, and maybe I'll be able to process that with my therapist. Hmm. As I'm sitting here recording, I'm thinking out loud. (laughs) Here you go, Kia. Here you go. Um, but yeah, my mind cannot wrap around time as it normally would have, um, pre COVID. Um, I just, the days kind of just run together, mainly because my scenery doesn't change. I'm working from home. Um, you know, like I have my upstairs, I have my downstairs. So if I'm downstairs working, I come upstairs to, for a break. If I'm upstairs working, I go downstairs for a break. Like there's not much scenery change because there's not a whole lot to do where I live. Um, we still don't have any cafes open. We still don't have like any like Panera breads. I would like go there on Saturdays and just sit there for a couple hours and either study or do some work or whatever, or go to Starbucks and do that. And it's not an option. So it's really hard to kind of differentiate my space and try to say, okay, this is for work and this is for personal. And I'm trying to still do that and I, as I was back in April when this first hit. So the concept of time to me is just wild. Um, but yeah, four and a half months is beyond me. And I know a lot of us are like, oh, I can't wait for 2021. Um, and I'm just praying that a lot of us are hopeful for 2021 because we feel and hope and pray that there's going to be a shift, um, that we will not still be in this like hellhole of a year. Like it won't just continue. Like every month it has been something literally since January, it has been something, um, And I think we're all just hoping that we can get a reprieve because 2020 literally hits us every month with something like January, it was Kobe Bryant. And then we were on, or we were on the world, on the brink of a world war at the very beginning of the day, like the first week and then Kobe Bryant died and then Pop Smoke died and then COVID hit. And then like, it was just one thing after another. Um, And now the kids are going back to school and it's a lot. It is a lot. Um, so I think a lot of us are hopeful that we won't have to continue this pattern of like what's going to come le- next or constantly being on the edge about what is going on in the world. Um, but, you know, I, I guess all we can do is pray about it and hope for the best because. I really truly hope we don't go into 2021 with the same bullshit. Um, but you never know, especially if, God forbid, all the heavens, all the angels forbid, 45 gets reelected. Like, there's no telling what will happen. So I say put all the positive vibes you can out there because some of us are not capable <laughs> of doing that. But yeah, all the positive vibes, all the prayers, all the hopes, the wishes talk to the universe, talk to Jesus, talk to God, talk to whoever you need to talk to, um, and that we hopefully will have a cosmic shift in our world, um, 
and you know there's some peace brought onto our country. Um, but I really hope that we have peace through justice, right? Because I also know that with all the things that have happened this year with Breonna Taylor, who let's remind ourselves that her murderers are still free to this day. She was killed in her home while she was sleeping um, back in March, and it is August, okay? So with Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, you have news stories popping up all the time now. Elijah McClain, back uh, last year when the cops did what they did to him, murdered him. Um, Tony Dade, I think, is is the the man in um, Florida um, that was killed. You have people right here in Connecticut where the police is chasing him on. You know, it's just a lot, right? So we need justice for all of these people. Um, because all of those people should be alive today. All of them. But we, just like when Trayvon Martin was killed and George Zimmerman got off, it was, I remember watching that and I, again, cried. And I'm not really even an emotional person like that. But I knew that that would shift how, how things would go, right? Um... We have been, Black people, Black children in particular, have been looked as, as, looked at as adults from a, we are looked at as adults from a very young age, right? So Trayvon Martin was like 14 or 15 years old when he was killed by George Zimmerman, um, and they considered it him a man. And I'm like, that is a boy. That's a child, right? And this grown man who followed him for no other reason than he was black and had a hoodie on. For no other reason. Um, but I remember the protests and all the things that ensued after that verdict and the, the collective weight right and the and the grief that people felt for him and his family and the anger right so i can't even imagine what we would and that was you know off the hills of um mike brown i want to say like they were within a year of each other um and or maybe like within 2 years of each other um so I can't even imagine what that would look like now if the Kentucky DA or whatever he is came back to the public and said, we will not be filing charges for Breonna Taylor's murder. Like, I can't imagine if those cops who put their knees on on George um, Floyd's neck for eight and a half minutes get acquitted. I can't imagine those men who killed Ahmaud Arbery in the broad daylight for no other reason than him jogging while black get acquitted. I can't imagine what this, I can't, I'm going to stop saying that. I can't imagine it's going to be an uprising like we've never seen before. 
And I don't know that people are prepared to do that, but I think we have to. So I think peace comes through justice in this sense, or in in this case, or in these cases. Um, And I hope that the next few months we get that peace through this justice. Um, I'm not very hopeful in terms of justice in the United States of America because they have a very skewed um, idea about what justice is, especially for black and brown bodies. Um, But I guess we'll just have to wait and see and pray for the best. Um, But yeah, it's a lot. Um, So I don't know. It's it's interesting as we continue to go through these months and as things start to come back or try to at least make a comeback, right? So um, kids are going back to school, whether that be in person or virtually. Um, the NBA is has been in the bubble for about a month now. And, you know, I think we're at the start of playoffs. Um I don't watch the NBA all that much. I only watch it in, for the most part, I will watch the NBA during the playoffs. I don't have a team in the NBA like I did when I was younger. When I was younger, my NBA team, I had like a couple of them actually. I had the New York Knicks because I was from New York and my uncles were Knicks fans. Um, and then I liked the Lakers because of Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I like the Sixers because of um, Allen Iverson. I I even had a Sixers jersey dress. Um, And I had a jersey. Um, And I like Vince Carter. I think he played for the Raptors at the time. For whatever reason. I don't know. (laughs) But those are my teams. And whenever I watch basketball, those are the teams I would watch. But I don't watch it too much as an adult. Um, I'm much more of a football girl. I don't know what the NFL is going to look like come, I mean, preseason is supposed to be in like a week and a half or some shit like that, two weeks or something like that. And there's no preseason. I don't think there's any preseason games, at least not to my knowledge. I think they, I think they canceled them all. Um, and college football is... I feel like I've seen reports of it being postponed. Some schools are just right out canceling it. And this is what you all get when you don't want to wear your fucking mask. When you want to just keep bucking about your rights and what you can and cannot do and how you can't breathe. And now you're sitting here bucking because you, you can't watch football. Now, have we all just stayed our asses in the house? Back in March, April and May, and wore the mask and physically distanced ourselves for two weeks, right? We probably wouldn't be in this, like, at least not in this shape. We might be in better shape than we when we were. But as soon as summer hit, people lost their whole goddamn mind. And I know common sense ain't so common now, but, you, you know, people lost their full mind. And we are in the midst of, like, if you look at the maps and people, like, some states are in straight up, actually, I'm, like, getting, like, my skin is crawling thinking about it. Like, people are disgusting. 
And the fact that you all can't sit down for like two weeks tells me a lot. And maybe it's because I am just a person that I'm okay with being alone for the most part. If I can talk to my friends once every couple of weeks or once or twice a week, hell, three, four times a week, I'm cool with it. As long as I can see that you're breathing and that you're okay, I'm good, right? Like, if I can hear your voice, if I can see you via FaceTime, whatever, I'm good. I I will say this past weekend, I needed to get out of the house. Like, I had to because I've been in this house for way too long. But um, I think I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to get out the house. I'm going to see some, you know, my family, my friends who I know have been physically distancing themselves, not been around a whole bunch of people or already have been tested and came back positive, I mean, negative. So, like, I was comfortable in doing that. But y'all don't even have those parameters around each other. Y'all just be, like, going to people's house and maybe having other people around that you don't have. You know, like, you meeting new people. And I mean, like, not one or two people. Y'all are meeting, like, 12 and 13 new people. Oh, no. Mm Mm-mm. Not, nope, not me. Mm Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Um... So, you know, I again, like I say all the time, wear your fucking mask. It's not that hard. And now that we're losing all these things that people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe we lost, like, football, college football. Like, oh, my God. But, well, what the hell did you think was going to happen? Like, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. And now, as we think about it, as we are going into, um, like, the fall where all the holidays like where you want to be around your family right halloween is 100 percent canceled for you know for kids and in northeast we've had halloween canceled before like there was a stretch of time where halloween was canceled for like two years three years straight because of snow storms like we've had it canceled before and the kids do not be happy parents don't be happy either but then kids be pissed okay um but now you got halloween is definitely gonna be canceled Thanksgiving, like, people travel a lot to go see their family. Like, are y'all going to be, you know, quarantining yourself so you don't give your your grandma, your mima, whoever, um, COVID? So, like, are we going to be diligent and disciplined enough to do that before um, Thanksgiving? Christmas? Like, what do people make the rounds with the gifts? Like, da-da-da-da. New Year's Eve, like, what are we doing? Like, what are y'all going to do to make sure that we can spend time with our family who we probably haven't spent, I haven't spent more than, like, I want to say, like, four hours, five hours. I'm lying because my mom came to visit me one day. I haven't spent probably, like, a four, 24 hours total with my mom in the last, like, five months, 24 hours total, so one full day with my mother, because she has um, a compromised immune system, and I'm not trying to give her nothing, not that I'd be anywhere, but I don't want to get her, get her nothing, or give her nothing, and I don't want her to give me anything um, either, not that she has anything, but you know what I'm saying, like, we got to do better. Um, and again, like I say, like the collective 
the collective goal here is to get up out of this shit, but we all got to do our part. And we know who ain't doing their part and who continue to bitch and moan about shit. Like, ugh, y'all Aggie. My Aggie, like, mm. Like, who raised, you know what? Let me, let me stop. <laughs> let me just move on because I don't, I don't understand. Um... But, yeah, so that's where I am with it. Um, I hope y'all still wearing your masks. I hope that y'all are still physically distancing from each other. I hope that um, if you still need to be in quarantine, then that's cool. Like, when I went to go see my friends this week and I said, okay, bet, I will not be um, around a whole bunch of people, um, you know, for another two weeks. Because I know, for me, work is about to pick back up. Um, and there may be an opportunity that, or an opportunity, yes, but there may be a chance that I have to go to campus. I don't know if that's real or not, but there might be that chance. And I already don't want to spread them to my students, but I definitely am not trying to give, give, give them nothing. I don't want them to give me nothing either. So, and working on a campus where it's like a Petri dish anyway, um, cause like pre-COVID, they would get sick, and it, I mean, it'll just go through campus like wildfire, so I can't even imagine, um, so, mm-mm, I'm gonna I'm really hope for the best, I'm gonna hope for the best, but I, I'm always prepared for the worst, honestly, um, but that's just me, but yeah, I will also say that I have a couple shout outs, I'll do those in like a little bit, um, but I'm going to wrap this up because I think that's all I have to talk about this week. Um, I'm prayerful that y'all are still doing okay and that, you know, things are going in your favor. Um, but I have a couple shout outs that I want to make and then I'm going to wrap up this show. So, in quarantine, I decided that I was going to start this podcast, mainly because I really want to start a podcast for probably like two years prior to this, Um, and I had a completely different idea for a podcast, Um, and I probably still will at some point do that, because I really feel like that's a good idea, Um, and I think that's something that I think that many people will find some sort of like joy in. Um, and even myself may find like some education and joy and I like, but yeah. So anyway, I decided to do this podcast in quarantine because one, I need a a place and space to just vent, um, and, you know, clear my mind. And I, the writing thing, as I just said, not really my thing. Um, or it is my thing. I don't like to free write, whatever. I also have noticed that a lot of other people have started podcasts. And I think it's so, so dope that people have, this is a platform that people are taking advantage of. So I wanted to give a shout out to some of my friends and acquaintances and students um, and colleagues who have started um, creative projects in this space to, for whatever reason right? Um, so I will say that my, um, 
my colleague, started a podcast with one of her friends, and it's called Two Broads in Brooklyn. I would suggest you check that out. It is available on all Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, all streaming platforms. Um, And then another um, friend and colleague of mine just started um, a podcast with a friend of hers as well about um, mommyhood and race and relationships. And it's called the Dope Moms Unfiltered podcast. Um, So go check that out. I know that she's a a dope human, um, Alicia, and she um, knows what she's talking about. And I'm not a mommy, (laughs) but um, she, she has two little girls. Um, and I know that she just launched the podcast. I want to say like in the last two, three weeks. Um, so go check her out. But I know she also, um, really enjoys talking about her experiences as a mom, um, and really providing that space for other mothers. So go check out, um, Dope Moms Unfiltered. And my best, one of my best friends, Vanya, she has, um, a new YouTube channel, um, it's called Vanya TV, so go check that out, subscribe, and like that, she'll be, it's like a variety channel, so the video that's up there right now is a makeup video, um, and how to keep your makeup on with your mask on, um, and how it, and so, how to do your makeup so it won't rub off on your mask, essentially, um, is the video that she has up now. Um, and it's pretty funny. So go check that out. Um, and then one of my students, one of my former students, he graduated. He also just started a podcast or the trailer is up now. Um, and the podcast episodes will start soon, but, um, Jordan, his, his podcast is Miles Muse. And yeah, I, this, my Jordan is hilarious. Um, he will give you all the good tea. Like he has a good spirit. So go check him out. Um, and I will definitely tag them on the Instagram, um, if they have pages. Um, but yeah, I will definitely tag them in the Instagram and I'll put it in the description of this episode. So you'll have, um, an opportunity to go check them out. So yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to all y'all who are doing creative projects or whatever to keep your mind um, or just to, you know, do whatever. Um, oh, and then my friend Aaron has a blog. Oh, let me find the information for her blog. I want to say it's just her name. Yeah, so it is. AaronFranklinCato.wordpress.com. Um, she's a really good writer. She has really thoughtful pieces, and I enjoy reading her stuff. So go check her out as well. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for all those those people that I mentioned um, and starting their their projects and or maintaining those projects in this wild ass time. Um, but yeah, support them. I support them. Um, I think they're all dope humans. Um, 
who have different um, perspectives on a lot of things. Um, and then my friend Alicia and I are working on something as we gear up for this election. So wait for that. But yeah, a lot of things happening, good things, I guess, um, as we are trying to truck, you know, truck it through and push forward. Um, so yes, please check those people out. Again, it'll be in the description box of this episode and I'll definitely tag them if they have pages on the Instagram so you all can see who they are, um, and what they are working on. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to wrap this show up now. Um, and that way I can let y'all go. Yay! So we have come to the close of yet another episode of the podcast. I thank you and I'm grateful that you continue to listen. Tag a friend to listen to the podcast and join the family. Um, if y'all have thoughts, that you want my, or if you have topics that you want my thoughts on, please feel free to let me know on the Instagram and the DMs. Um, I have thoughts on just about everything. They may be um, pretty popular thoughts. They may be unpopular thoughts. They also may be very um, unconventional thoughts. So, yeah. But again, I thank you for listening. You know, this is a project that is easy to kind of fall off on. And I'm kind of proud of myself for trying to keep up with it. And not trying, but actually trying. Not for trying, but actually keeping up with it um, week to week or at least bi-weekly. So I'm going to continue to do this. And no matter how many listeners I have, because... It is kind of therapeutic for me, um, but I thank you for listening um, each week or each time I publish an episode. So, as always, wear your mask, physically distant, register to vote, do your census, um, and stay as positive as you can in these times. I know it's hard. It's super hard for me to be positive. I am a realist some would even call me a pessimist um so I get it but try I'm trying doesn't work out all the time but at least I'm trying um so yeah I hope to see you um I hope we all can see each other at some point again in person but thank you for listening and can't wait to talk to you next week peace out